GDR fan that I follow her all the way to whatever excuse she has this time for not calling out Amanda Nunes. Did she need to though? I mean, I don't know. No, nobody needs to call out Amanda. Yeah, I don't know if she's going to get that fight, especially since Amanda already Henry Cejudo called her out. Oh, by the way, did you know that Henry Cejudo has a gold medal? (laughs) I read that someplace. I I don't know if it's true though. Marco, let's go ahead and throw to the star of the show because I, I think Marco knows whether or not Henry Cejudo has a gold medal. As I mentioned, also coming from deep in the heart of Texas, it's Marco from Waco, brother. Maybe he's at Area 51. <laughs> Marco from Waco, of course I'm going to get the music because the, the Blood Talk Radio people love me. <laughs> it only works for me. him. You ever notice that? It only works for yeah, him. I did it only works for Marco. Because I had to stop, that's why. 
That's right. Uh, Star of the I'm show. Not, I'm not on Area 51. Uh, I don't want to be like abducted by aliens. And uh, yeah, yeah, rumor has it that yeah, seguro that's have a gold medal. But you know, it's a rumor. We cannot confirm or deny. I believe it when I see it. How about that? Indeed, Marco. Let's talk some MMA. So let's go right ahead and throw to it. DJ Tony, as I mentioned, UFC on ESPN4. That's right. Proper ESPN, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, In the welterweight division, we go RDA, Rafael Del Santos versus three-piece and a soda, Leon Edwards. Ladies and gentlemen, Rafael Dos Santos is number four in the division, 28-11-0-5-8 against Rocky. Number 12 in the division, Leon Edwards, 17-3. and three. Like I said, we should just change his name to three-piece and a soda. DJ what Tony. are the odds on this? Coming, hang on one second. Coming in at 6-2. Oh. All right, Marco, let's go ahead and throw to you. And as Tammy had throw, had said or alluded to, I will give you the odds, of course, as always, from five dimes. We got RDA, Rafael Dos Santos, coming at us at a plus 110. What? And can you believe it, ladies and gentlemen? Three-piece and a soda, Leon what? Edwards, and a minus 130. Marco, what you got going on here in the main event? ESPN 4. Uh, it's actually it's like a really good fight, dude. I mean, you got the former lightweight champion, the 170-pound Perina contender, Rafael Dos Años. You know, he's like the litmus test for anybody that wants to be a contender. You know, Kobe uh, Covington, he, he won the Inter title beating Rafael Dos Años. Kamar Usman yeah. had to beat Rafael Dos Años uh, before, you know, he got Demi Amaya to, to get to the title fight. So he's the limbo's test. You, you beat Rafael Dos Años, you're ready to be a champion. Uh, the guy is super good, man. Leon Edwards is on a seven-five winning streak, but I think the best man he got out there is Cerrone. And, uh, you know, this is going to answer a lot of questions about uh, Leon Edwards. Yeah, everybody talks about the three-piece and a soda, but, you know, Masvidal soccer punched the guy, and they were not on a, on, a, on a sanction fight. I would say it would be a little bit different if they were actually on a, on a fight. And I, I'm actually looking forward to see what Leonidas can do against Masvidal if he's to win this fight. Uh, look, uh, I'm not selling Rafael Dosanya short, but I see Leonidas is uh, the guy that's that up and coming guy. He got the size advantage. He, he's very rangy. Uh, he's a smart fighter, a little bit boring, a little bit on the decision kind of side. But uh, uh, he, the, Los Angeles if he passed this, and I think he will, Leon Edwards is, is, is a real deal. And he can set up a, a mega fight with a Masvidal, or, because he's not going to get a title shot with this, you know. It's either Masvidal or Masvidal will get a title shot. And the storyline is already written there. So I'm going to pick Leon Edwards. This is a five-round fight. I think he wins a 48-47 decision. And... Uh, the odds are super close, so it's going to be super competitive. But I think they're kind of right because they're taking in consideration Leon Edwards' size and range. So give me Leon Edwards by the 48-47 United decision. 
All right, all right, all right. And, Marco, I think perhaps uh, the most impressive win was against um, Gunnar Nelson in his last fight. I know Cerrone was the fight before that, but naturally Cerrone is kind of a 155er, let's be honest, and I think the uh, win against Nelson was more impressive. Yeah, that's up for discussion, though. But uh, Cerrone, by the time that he met Leon Edward, was already around the top five, top six ranking. When he fought Gannon Nelson, Gannon Nelson was outside the top ten. So, yeah, Gannon Nelson carried a name as a 170, but Cerrone is a bigger man he has faced. So, uh, it's up for discussion. You know, you can make, you can make a case. I, I would still think that Cerrone, the Cerrone win is a little bit bigger on his book. Yeah, and I, I maybe I'm just biased because I'm kind of thinking of the last time I saw Nelson live and he just uh, cut open uh, the other cowboy uh, and made him bleed all over the cage uh, in person. So maybe I'm a little bit uh, uh, skewed there. All right, Pammy, let's let's throw mm-hmm. you in the main event here because um, you know, Marco thinks that the up and comer, the number twelve seed, is going to go ahead and get in there against Red Penny Knight, Rafael dos Santos, uh, and and get in there. He's going to beat him, you know. Um, <laughs> and he's, he has a he has a problem with the, the three-piece in the soda. He thinks that, you know, Leon Edwards with sucker punch. What you got going on here, Pam, in the main event? You All right. well, on I'm, ESPN4. I'm actually surprised that, that RDA is the underdog. Um, uh, on paper, it, it's a good fight, you know. It's so funny because um, – hang on, I've got this creature, like, walking all over me. Um, five KOs. Uh, RDA has five KOs. Um, Leon Edwards had six KOs. Uh, but, you know, I really couldn't find too much information on uh, Leon Edwards. He's 9-1 and one of last 10. Both of them have losses to Usman. Um, RDA's last KO win was Cerrone. He has uh, is 6-4 uh, and four of his last 10 losses to Usman, Covington, Ferguson, and Alvarez. Alvarez. So, again, not – you know, bad people to get your ass beat by. Both of these guys are decisionators in wins and losses, but I just think RDA brings a little bit more to the table. He's a third-degree black belt in jiu-jitsu, black belt in Muay Thai, um, has a chin. I, I just think he's a little bit uh, more well-rounded, a little bit more experienced, a little bit more talented. I'm picking him with a third-round TKO. I think he's going to uh, uh, use his Muay Thai. Uh, because he does have uh, um, Edwards does have a four inch four inch reach advantage, so I'm picking RDA with the third round TKO. All uh, right. I let me interject myself for a second because uh, I think uh, Luke Thomas makes this point. There is no black belt in Mutai. As a, as a, as a, it's not a black belt system in Mutai. That is that is an uh, Americanized thing. Uh, the people that that does, does Mutai here in the United States, there is not such a thing of a black belt in Mutai. <laughs> it's, it's more like boxing. You, you just get better at it. But I just said, I don't try to pick on Japan. It's an American thing that people that teach Muay Thai in the United States invented. But you go to mm-hmm. Thailand, you will not find one black belt in Muay Thai because it doesn't exist. They just they just fight us like keep fighting, fighting, fighting like boxing, and they just got records in Muay Thai. Oh, okay. By the way, um, I said that in either episode two or three, if you guys, uh, like literally episode two or three, when we were talking about my background, when we were making one of the w- jokes that we always made about that I'm a white belt in BJJ, 
Um, mm-hmm. There is no, and so I said that yeah years ago when we were talking about Joe Proteus and I were talking about the difference between American boxing and Muay Thai, and yeah, Muay Thai does not have a black belt, uh, any belt system, okay. period. Really? Yeah. Okay, well. First of all, first of all, I don't know who this Luke Thomas guy is. I definitely do remember DJ Tony <laughs> bringing that up first. He's got a black belt and, in rudeness. I'll tell you that. And secondly, secondly, I mean, I think John Jones is the one who's trying to uh, popularize the black belt in Muay Thai. Okay, DJ Tony. That's what they said. Again, I don't know who this Luke Thomas person is, so uh, I'm going to take DJ Tony's uh, (laughs) word over that Luke Thomas fella. Okay, sorry. Let's, Let's continue on. Okay, okay. So, I, DJ Tony, I think that one thing that Marco said originally when he was uh, breaking down this fight that, uh, you know, should Leon Edwards get past RDA, that perhaps because Usman, as we know, Dana White has said at the uh, previous uh, press conference that we don't know what's going on with Usman and nobody's in line for Usman, but this Edwards three-piece piece in a soda against Jorge Masvidal might be a good fight if Edwards is able to get past RDA. So what you got going on here in the main event of ESPN, a UFC on ESPN4, brother? You know what? It seems to be right, Proteus, because I think whomever Aliyah Adebaziz, I believe he's Kamaru Usman's uh, manager, right? So it seems like whomever Ali is managing always gets the best fight. So I don't know if the, you know, if the Usman fight is ever going to happen with, uh, with the, what do, what do they call them? Street Jesus? Uh, no offense to our yeah, Lord and Savior, Jesus. but whatever they call them. Correct. Right. But I, I will say this guys, I, I scoffed at whenever Rocky Edwards was trying to get this fight with, uh, with Jorge Masvidal, but he's won seven straight guys. I, I think we forget the fact that, you know, he lost a decision fight to Usman, but you take that away, you know, his last decision, uh, split decision loss was to Claudio Silva. Guys, he's never really had a, 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 a dominant loss or a loss where he was dominated at least in, since he's been in the UFC for five years. So, um, and what we're seeing with Rafael Dos Anjos, I call him, by the way, Ralph, we're that tight. Um, when nothing else. Wow. Uh Rafael yeah, wow. Souza Dos Anjos. The one thing about him is and Proteus <laughs> and I joke about this about the non audit supplements. But man, he hasn't looked the same. You gotta give me this because because you were there, obviously. Um Marco, he hasn't looked the same since RDA fought Pettis. So if you take away I mean, he got TKO by Alvarez. Lost to Tony Ferguson, but heck, Proteus and I have lost to Tony Ferguson at this point. Um, lost to Covington, lost to Usman. Uh, I, I think we're going to see Leon Rocky Edwards, guys, and I think he's going to finish right. RDA with a. Uh, okay, hey, listen to the names you just, you just mentioned. Listen to the names you just mentioned. He, he lost to. Exactly. He didn't lose to any scrubs on that list. I mean, Marco, do you want to do you want to uh, make my point for me or as well? Because I I just want to let DJ Tony get his out, and then I'll maybe I'll 
Make you those know me, man. I'm just joking with you, brother. It's all good. It's all good. Go ahead, Tony. Finish your pick. No, I, I, I'm done. I just don't think RDA is the same RDA, whether it be age or supplements. RDA is not the okay. same RDA. Well, we need That's why I'm picking Leon please. Edwards. So, uh, third we round is a five-round fight. Third round, TKO, Leon Rocky Edwards via punches. Okay, punches. We got it. So, um, Marco, I like how I was just saying, I think that you make a good points as well. I, I mean, I keep saying this to you uh, when, when I come to do my picks, but like you said, RDA has lost to the best of the best. You know, he missed out on that red penny night, as I mentioned earlier on in the show. And, yeah, Leon Edwards, you know, is the surging young buck. But I think that we're seeing a, a, a new RDA at 170 pounds, guys. I think that RDA is going to be able to nullify the reach advantage of Edwards, you know, and, and, and get to his chin. I think that Leon Edwards is the kind of fighter that I know, I know, I know. I love the UK market. I love the UK fighters. If you go back in history in this show, I've always been a fan of, of the UK fighters. But I think that Leon Edwards may be biting off more than he can chew, uh, you know, really stepping up to, like I said, Jorge Masvidal in his last fight, getting that three-piece in the soda. And I think that RDA is, is going to take him seriously. And I think he's uh, RDA is going to drag Leon Edwards into uh, the championship rounds and uh, really beat him up, guys. I'm going to take RDA. I'm going to take RDA uh, early. In the, early nah, not early. I'm going to say in the, the fourth round uh, by TKO. I wow. wanted to say early in the fifth. Cool. I wanted to say yeah. early in the fifth there, but. I, 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 I changed my mind. So if that happens, oh. uh, marks off of what I said. Go ahead. Plus, um, the doors are closed. So there's nothing wrong with that pick at all. You know? not, no, I, I, not think, I think RDA yet. is tough at that weight, man. I think he's going to be tough at that weight. You know, I mean, we've seen I, what he can do. Yeah, we, I'm not disagreeing with you. I mean, I won't be yeah. surprised. It, it's, good, it's a good fight, and that's that's why I think it's a good fight because we've – we're talking about it so much. Okay, guys, let's go ahead and move on to the co-main event. To the heavyweight division we go, DJ Tony. Alexei, DJ Tony's favorite full-time fighter, Olenek versus uh, Walt Harris, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, Alexei, the boa constrictor, boa constrictor, Olenek, coming at us at number nine in this heavyweight division. Uh, 57, 11, and 1. Of course, DJ Tony Love to point out uh, Alexei's record. Uh, 6 and 2, or 6 foot 2 against number 14, the big ticket, Walt Harris. Record 11, 7, 0, and 1 no contest. 6 foot 5. Wow. Let me tell you what. Pammy. Mm-hmm. Let's throw to you because this is your boy, right? Let's throw to you. What you got going on here in the yeah. co-main I have Walt Harris against Alexei <laughs> Nosferatu Olenek. Doesn't he look yeah, like Nosferatu? It. All right. So, yeah, yeah. You know, said that before. Walt, I like it. Yep. He does, so am I lying? Okay, so no, hang you're not. On. let me get over here. Let me get over here. I was looking at 
somebody. Okay. Walt Harris um, has KO power, period. Um, period. Um, okay. Period. Um, okay. He has won uh, he's six, <laughs> six, six and four of his last ten with one no contest. Um, yep. TKO, Sergey Spivak, who? Um, Daniel Spitz, who? Um, Serial Asker, I don't know who that is. It went over Chase Sherman. Okay. Um, but you know what? Alexei, this dude is, uh, he's not crazy. He's a combat sambo master. He's a black belt in uh, jujitsu. He is a fourth degree black belt in jujitsu, not to be confused with jujitsu, which is a Japanese martial art. He is seven and three of his last ten. Five of those are by first round submission. Um, this dude has 45 submissions. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, I- I'm picking him. I'm picking him with the first round submission. You're Thank picking you Olenek? Uh-huh. I'm picking uh, Nosferatu Olenek. Yep. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> okay. And what did you say? You're picking him by what? A first round submission, please. Oh, okay. First sub. Okay, so uh, Tony, before you go, let me just give the odds real quick, and Marco, you can weigh on in on these odds when we get there. Uh, Walt Harris at a minus one fifty, ah. Linux at a plus one thirty. So DJ Tony, I, I apologize, Pammy, I did not give you the odds at the top. So DJ Tony, what you got going on here in the co-main event of USP, UFC on ESPN four? Here's one thing that Pam forgot. And by the way, I love the fact that Pam always brings energy, even when she's sick. But here's the thing. I know, Walt right? Harris, guys, who does have, have power. And by the way, I know him so well that I call him Walter Jermaine Harris. Nothing? Okay. Oh, um, Walt, Walt Harris, guys, as great as he is, or uh, he's 12 and 7. So let's uh, 12, 7 and 1. So let's be honest. Break. It's not a great record. Mm-hmm. Right? And. And I think Marco will tell you both the RDA fight and this one, they're pick-ems. But if you, if you look at Walt Harris, guys, he has beaten a lot of people but has troubles with the OVs and with the Ks. And I'm surprised that Pam didn't bring this up. So I think he's going to get submitted early as well. I'm picking second-round uh, submission. So we're going to give it up to the old guy, Alexi Olenek. Second-round submission. Okay. And just so we're clear, guys, I wanted to uh, apologize. Uh, um, SureDog has Harris at a 12-7, and seven, but the UFC has his record as 11-7 and one no contest. So I do apologize for saying, uh, you know, something different than what you guys I think said. you were right, um, Proteus. I think it's 12-7-1. Yeah. I think you're right. And one no contest, yeah. But they, there was a di- I was looking at it right now. There is uh, a difference between the UFC's record and and Sherdog's record. So go with what you want there on that one. Um, so Proteus is going to go, unfortunately, against both of you guys. I think that Walt Harris is the future of the division. I think that uh, you know, Olenek is again very very tough, and I have bet on him a number of times. But I, I, I'm going to go with Harris, and I'm going to go um, – I, I think that Olenek is, is going to be a fair uh, combatant in this fight, but I'm going to go with Harris in the second round 
TKO, guys. Um, let's throw to Marco. What you got going on, brother? Coleman event, UFC on the so, ESPN4. I mean, uh, debating this fight because the odds are so close. And, uh, yeah. yeah, Will Harris had the rich advantage uh, of okay, the knockout power. Yeah. But what he learned about Olympic is that he's got, he got a tough chin, and uh, he's an excellent grabber. I mean, the, the sequel show should be renamed the Olympic show because he has done it more than anybody right. else in Jewish history. And uh, the guy's just amazing grappler. And we have seen Will Harris does not handle well like grapplers. Verdun is smoking. When he came up on short notice against Verdun, I mean, Verdun yep. just caught like nice through butter with him. If this fight goes to the ground, Carlos is done. He has to keep the distance and hope for that puncher chance, you know? I mean, he can do it, but he has not demonstrated to me that if uh, Olenek takes him to the ground, he's going to be able to handle that. And Olenek is, is world class in the ground. I mean, we cannot deny that. The guy is world class. On the bottom or on top. I'm going to go with Olenek just because of the pedigree okay. and because I know that his plan is he's not going to, he's going to want to trade with freaking uh, uh, Harris for as long as he can just get his hand on him and, and drag him to the ground or, or, you know, or pull guard or whatever he needs to do and, and, uh, and put a choke on, on, on Harris. Harris has not demonstrated to me that he has evolved enough to be able to, 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 to handle submissions. So give me Olenek by the, Let's keep it interesting by second round submission, you know, and uh, okay. keep this Olympic uh, show rolling. Okay. Well, I mean, again, you guys make good points. If this goes to the ground, yeah, of course, Olympic is going to get this one done. I mean, it's right there in his, his nickname. Let's throw to everyone's favorite segment of the show, DJ Tony, Spotlight for the Night. So let's roll right into it, Marco. Spotlight fight of the night for you, brother. So, All right, Marco, let's throw into it. Let's throw right into it. Spotlight fight of the night, everyone's favorite segment. What do you got for your spotlight fight of the night this week, brother? Okay, this card is a sneaky good if you, if you disregard the. the like, it's a good one, right? Yes, yeah, sneaky a lot good. And that's a lot of like recognizable names. I'm going to go with Alex Hernandez and uh, Trujillo. Uh, no, Trinaldo, I'm sorry. Francisco Trinaldo. i seen Alex Hernandez uh, got, got a little bit exposed against freaking Cerrone, but uh, it's not for lack of talent. I mean, he got a little bit of a confidence, underestimated Cerrone, and uh, he learned a lesson. I think he's going to rebound on this, with this Trinaldo okay. fire. And, uh, I'm going to pick Alex Hernandez by second round TKO, you know, in a, in a good rebound because I think this guy, the future of the division, he's super talented. And uh, I got a good feeling here. Alex, Alex will show up for this fight, so give me a second round TKO. Yeah, and I've I've said the same thing about Hernandez. I think, uh, you know, he probably did shit the bed against uh, Cowboy, but what are you going to do? It's Cowboy. Bammy, what's the spotlight mm-hmm. for the night? Well, dang it, I had the same thing picked. I had Hernandez okay. and Trinaldo. And I, I think this fight was made, what um, uh, was matched for Alexander Hernandez to win. Young guy, 26, and I think that you know he's 26. He's good looking, and I think they're going to try. They want to try to promote him, 
But of course, Francisco Trinaldo is almost a senior citizen at 40 years old. This dude, striking, <laughs> jujitsu, kickboxing, and wrestling, has won eight of his last ten. You know, don't you can't count my brothers out, my Brazilian brothers out. I've got him winning by decision. Sorry, Marco. Look at me, head to head, head to head on the spotlight fight. I like that. I like that. But I give rise for the one that wins. Yeah, head to head for the bottom of the barrel for the picks of this year from Marco and Pam. Just saying. Oh, did we mention nothing? Nothing. Okay. It's okay. We'll get to the we'll get to the results in just a minute, ladies that, and that gentlemen. That sounds like we'll a Tony joke. Just a minute. Kevin! Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, TJ Tony. <laughs> I'll make it quick so we can keep moving. Women's bantamweight, we go. Raquel Pennington will fight a very good boxer and maybe a future 145 champion. Our Irene Aldana. I'm going Irene Aldana in a tough, tough split decision victory over Rocky Pennington. All right, okay. we didn't want to cue the music for Pennington. No way. There will be no careless whisper tonight. <laughs> All right. Okay, so again, I, as I do always when, when uh, Ray Borg is on a fight card, I'd like to give out a shout-out to Ray Borg and, you know, all the struggles that he's had in his uh, family life. So shout-out to Ray Borg. But I'm going to go with uh, James Vick versus Dan Hooker for my spotlight fight of the night. I think that uh, Hooker has shown that he is a really tough fighter, and James Vick being the long, lanky kind of guy, um, maybe they're feeding, maybe the UFC is feeding uh, James Vick to Dan Hooker, but I I don't know. But I'm going to go ahead and take Hooker. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and take him by second-round KO uh, because that guy's tough as fucking nails. Doesn't that fight get fighted and I read it all over it? For sure. I think that uh, that's going to be tightly contested, ladies and gentlemen. All right, before we get into the MMA Rewind, uh, which, of course, is uh, we review the fights from last week, we will also go ahead and give you the results because this is a pick show. And somebody at the end of the uh, week after the picks gets a belt. And, I mean, I'm not going to get out of control here and say that it's been on my shoulder for a number of weeks. But I'm going to go ahead and say that it's been on my shoulder for a number of weeks. And I think I think that Proteus has won uh, 90% of the events this week. So let's go ahead and get into the results here. Uh, no, we're letting you win Tammy, because you're Canadian. Yep. I'll take it. I'll take it. You weren't letting me win for the last two years of this show, so I'll take it. No worries. All right. So listen, um, we did have a different spotlights, fights of the night. Uh, we Go ahead, Marco. I was going to call you. What are you, the George Sampiero of the picks lately? I definitely will take that. I, Hashtag, I, I, I'll take that. <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and get the results real quick, and I'll get it out of the way. Uh, DJ Tony and I tied uh, this week because uh, Marco and Pam, you guys did, didn't have good picks. Pam, you picked Vlad. Uh, with a KO in the second, so no points there, Marco. Uh, we'll get into it real quickly. Uh, Marco, you did uh, you did not you did pick Simone, and he had a bad day. Um, DJ Tony, you picked uh, uh, Ruben and not Bud, so you had a bad day. So, anyways, it came down. I think DJ Tony, it came down to our spotlight fights of night because uh, DJ Tony, we. Uh, we had the Bellator fights, and, of course, you had Leslie Smith, and you had her by decision, so you got two points for that. 
um, and my spotlight by the night came through. But I did also, um, you know, get that the Bud fight correct, and I did get uh, the TKO with Jermaine Durandamy. All right, so guys, let's go ahead and throw to a little MMA rewind. Marco, cue that music. Rewind. <laughs> All right, guys. So, as I mentioned uh, to Marco before we went on the air, I wanted to start with Marco because uh, he did, on air, try to fight for um, the Simon Simon versus uh, your boy, the California kid. Uh, And it didn't really work out for you, Marco. So, let's go ahead and throw to you on this one. Uh, This was your spotlight for the night. Uh, What happened, brother? I mean... uh, Seems like the forty-year-old man kind of came through in the end. Okay, if you talk to all the analysts, to the freaking biggest odds, everybody and their mother was picking. Ricochet was a three-to-one favorite, dude. So <laughs> what am I supposed to do when freaking Uriah Faber decides to rewind the tape and decide that he can punch like he was punching in the WEC? He hasn't had a TKO yeah. since twenty freaking twelve. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I mean, good for Uriah Faber, don't get me wrong. I was happy. I was celebrating. But I had nobody saw that comment. Don't lie to me. You saw. You told me you saw that comment because nobody saw that comment. Uh, Sit down, young man. man. Yeah, I'm happy for him, dude. I mean, 40 years old, he probably going to have to get one more win before he can get that Seguro fight. Because according to Dana White, Seguro has to defend the flyweight title against Joseph Benavides when he comes back from his shoulder surgery. And uh, he still got a TJ Dillashaw fight waiting for him a year and a half from now. I mean, what is 18 months, you know? 18 months is, is nothing. He's, he's going to be 41 and a half. It's, it's a John Buck like United Faber can't wait that long. Uh, good for him, dude. I mean, I, I can't complain. <laughs> I, was, I was happy. I was surprised. And it was a feel-good story. I liked the guy when I met him. He's super cool with the fans, and, and what can you say, man? He's the king of Sacramento, and the, the, the MMA goes, we're not going to let Uriah Faber lose in Sacramento. All right, so, I mean, yeah, I mean, again, I, I as I said last week, I didn't really want to talk about, you know, Uriah Faber coming back and uh, him getting a fight again, but he did come through, and I, from what I hear, from my casual friend, because I, I, I like to hear what the casuals like to say, and you know my friend Stephen Savory, he was like, wow, I mean, Uriah was getting beat up until he got that that uh, right hand in. And again, it comes down to a, a game of inches, right, Marco? Anything can happen, and Simon just seemed to uh, not take that shot very well. And, and let's be honest, um, you know, Uriah has had two years off, and, uh, you know, maybe I'm not throwing any shade. I'm not throwing any shade, Marco, but, uh, you know, non-audit supplements may have uh, slipped into uh, the, his uh, regimen. I'm just saying. Back. I'm just saying. I don't right. know, man. PJ Dilacho was cheating there, you know. Well, that's what I'm saying. I knew about it. I don't want to say anything because he never tested I mean, he never took himself out of the Yushara pool while he was retired. Uh, let's be fair. To the two and a half years he was not fighting, he was still in the Yushara pool. He never took himself out. Did they test him? Dude, they tested him the day his wife was freaking on labor. And he gave, and he gave a freaking sample the day his, his girlfriend or wife or whatever 
was freaking delivering his baby. Yeah, he's oh, been perfect. tested for the I last, didn't know that. He, he's been tested for the last two and a half years. He never took himself out of the pool. That's why his quote-unquote retirement was never official because he was still being right. tested. Yeah. So, I mean, uh-huh. you, you get through allegations, but the guy was still on the testing pool. No allegations. So, you just send, you just put those allegations to rest. So no worries, Marco. I mean, you're the man. How fucked up is that? You saw that came and asked you for a sample the day his wife his wife was in labor, man. That is fucked up. Well, it, well, I mean, hey, when, when they don't know, they don't know what's going down. Dude, they went to the hospital to, to collect the sample. <laughs> all right, all right, uh, let's move I mean, on. All right, let's yeah. move on, yeah. Pammy. We gotta, we gotta yeah. move on. We gotta get out of this show, Pammy. Uh, let's let's mm-hmm. throw to you because, mm-hmm. as I mentioned earlier on in the show, you did pick uh, Aspen Lad to go ahead and get this one done yeah. by KO. And and, and 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 let's just recap because we we saw Lad get on yeah, the the scale, and we saw Lad as usual not looking good on the scale. And and we went back and forth with text messages, Pammy. Um, mm-hmm. You know, talking about Aspen Lad, and I said, you know what? She she gets she always looks terrible, but she always gets it done. But she looked especially terrible on the on the scale this time, mm-hmm. and uh, you know she got caught with one really stiff right hand, and and that was all she wrote. So, Pammy, let's go and get your comments. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you know, to the people who are you know, oh, you know, early stoppage, early stoppage, early stoppage. Now. I am not a fighter by any means. I'm a lover. Anyway, I told you, I got dehydrated right. today. I got dehydrated, and I'm sitting in an air-conditioned room in, in my office. I thought I was going to be sick. I actually had to walk next door, and I was so lightheaded and dizzy. So I don't care what you say. I, I don't care. You can't tell me that looking like that, and then you're 100% the next day. You can't tell me that that's possible. So do I think it was an early stoppage? I do not, because I, I think if they wouldn't have stopped it, I, I think that she was really going to get hurt. Um, she looked, I mean, terrible, terrible, terrible. I don't, I don't know. Does she need to uh, go up a weight class? I don't know, but I don't think it was an early stoppage. I'm glad they, they did stop it before she uh, got really, really hurt, you know? Yeah, DJ Tony, I mean, it looked fairly reminiscent to what we saw Holly Holm, kind of how Holly Holm reacted to getting hit upside the head. Um, And I I get what people are saying, that maybe Herb Dean was uh, jumping the gun. But again, as we've said many times on this show, DJ Tony, and I know Herb Dean is not your best friend, um, but we've said many times on this show that it's better to stop the fight before – you know, the fighter incurs too much to damage. I have better to easily. Exactly. That's what, you know, and then again, exactly Holly Holm has never looked like that on the scale either. Right. So, yeah. I mean. And she's a lot bigger. Weight, weight cutting aside, guys, let's not get into that argument right now because I want to get this show over with, but uh, that's another show for another time. But, uh, DJ Tony, you know, you saw what Aspen Lad looked like on on the scale, and of course, as Marco said last week, you know, there's levels to this shit, and I think uh, Jermaine Duran and me kind of showed that, uh, you know, maybe Aspen Lad isn't ready for the top level just yet, and of course, she's very young. So, DJ Tony, what did you think in the com- or in the main event of UFC Fight Night 155? Well, I thought this was 
going to happen just because just experience and just the fact that Aspen Ladd actually doesn't have a lot of good head movement, so she does get hit quite a bit, but she's she's typically strong. The tough part is she's always had trouble making weight, and she's not that big, guys. I mean, she's not that tall for her to have those type of issues, and she just certainly doesn't carry a lot of weight, so maybe she's just big-boned. I'm not sure. But, uh, I mean, the, the problem is you're, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. I'm actually a big I'm, – I'm not a big Herb Dean fan, but I like the man. I like him so much I call him Dean Herb. But um, oh, And I wow. really do like Herb Dean. I kid you not. I really do like him. But he's had a lot of mistakes. Either he stops it too late where poor Chris Weidman almost, you know, took a beating from uh, Luke Hockhold, or he stops it way too early. In this case, I do think it was an early stoppage, but – I think it was going to be the same thing. I think she was eventually going to lose anyway. So, so hey, Mark, I'll let's throw to you quickly. And uh, what do you think here, brother? We always think, like, you know, the set of caution, that it was a bad freaking, uh, like, you know, a, a, a solid punch. And they seem, they seem like, like uh, if you look, watch it in slow motion, uh, from the angle of her being, you see Aspen last, ask get all glazed up, and then she gets turned around completely, and then she falls forward. That's always a bad sign, dude. Uh, I mean, yeah, you maybe could have let it go a couple of more seconds, but what would have been the point? You're going to get blasted because yeah. Duran Roma was coming with the with the heat up there. And, uh, I mean, when it comes to the weight, on fight night, Duran Roma looks bigger than her. So I think it's, a, it's an issue. Maybe she needs to get a nutritionist or maybe she needs to go to the USCPI so they can help her lose the weight properly because, I mean, other people have done it and they have had very good results. Come to your CPI. I don't think she's done it yet because uh, she's not really. She doesn't look that big on fight night. I mean, literally, the random look bigger than her. Than her. And uh, the random has well, the random had several forty-five boxing fights that she can wait, and all the fights that she had on MMA. So a, a different animal with that. But uh, I wasn't too upset with the stoppage, and I will get it too hard on her. Then, man, uh, I mean, because he's, he's on this high-profile fight. Maybe we we harp on it a lot, but uh, I don't think he's making that many mistakes. He just get highlighted more because they're high profile. So well, it is what it is, man. Can I add something real quick yeah. to that too? Is uh, I don't. She didn't seem very upset by the stoppage either. So no, she definitely did not. I exactly. mean, uh, she kind exactly. of she mm-hmm. kind of looked up for a second and was like, "What?" And then she was like, "Yeah, okay. I don't really Maybe know she where was I like, am." Oh, thank you, Jesus. Look, thank you, Jesus. Well, to whomever she prays to, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but you I just to thought that <laughs> street Jesus got it. Um, oh, I think that if I, think I know that someone if, that wants uh, to worship guys... at his altar. Okay, ding ding ding. <laughs> I think that if you guys go back and uh, and look at that that right hook from Durandamy and see how well she was able to cock that thing back and just throw it you there's no no doubt in my mind that that was the correct stoppage and i had no problem with the stoppage um yes it was it was quick but that's what it needed to be and uh yeah i think there's a a weight cutting issue there okay Pammy, let's throw to you because uh, we're going to get out of here, and I wanted you to give your guilty pleasure or or tell us a little bit more about uh, the EMU experience that you had this weekend. Um, Go ahead and throw to that, whatever you got. So so my my guilty pleasure as of late, I don't know if you all know, but 
you know me, I, I love animals. So I've been, you know, I rescue possums. And I, I went and picked up a possum today that needed to be picked up. And I volunteer for this uh, group called Skywatch. And they, um, it's birds, but it's little animals too. So I took my, my little possum and, and I was touring the place. And I got accosted by emus. And man, like I said, I have never laughed so hard in my life. These are the funniest, funniest birds. I posted a little video on my um on my Twitter, so if you get a chance, look at it. And and I am just laughing in hysterics because these little critters are the funniest things ever. And now I want one or two or three and or Pam, four. And Pam, where are you but, tweeting from? What, what kind of uh, this is called Skywatch. No, no, S-K- where are you tweeting from? No, no, where are you I'm tweeting not. from? What is your oh, Twitter Pandora handle? box to X's. What, right kind, what kind of bird is this that you want? Emu. It's an emu. But, it's an emu, like, which is a... It's a the freaking ostrich, yeah. Right, yeah, correct. yeah, they're, they're like baby dinosaurs. They're so cute. Yeah, they will kick, kick you and kill you. Mm. Yes, they so definitely you. will. Now, that's a, no, that's a cassowary. Those are the freaking devil birds that will no, kill you. I They've got you. that claw, and they... they I have a baby okay. dinosaur here. His name is Cedric. He's the okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. So let's move on, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, uh, DJ Tony, if you've got a uh, guilty pleasure, if you've got a Twitter follow of the week, please give it to us. My Twitter follow of the week will also be my guilty pleasure, which is Pam's Paul. We're going to do Paul's. Casual okay. pick. Main event, he has RDA. The, the Pony Show? The Pony Show. Shout out to Paul and, and Tony. The Pony. Uh, uh, Paul's casual pick. <laughs> RDA versus Edwards. He's got RDA with the fourth round yeah. submission. Spotlight fight. Vic. Okay. And he also, uh, Paul also likes hookers. Vic versus hooker. He's taking hooker with the second round TKO. Meaning Proteus picked hooker. I better get that straight. Um, and Arvlovsky versus Rothwell, which we forgot. He's got Rothwell. Third no, we round. didn't forget it. Submission. Third round. You know, I'm performing, I'm performing Saturday night, so I'm going to do mm-hmm. my thing yeah. and we're taking off. Hey, yes, yes. Uh, yeah. win, win next week, I, I want to start doing picks, right? Because he's like the castle of the castle. All right, so let's go ahead and move on, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I don't, I don't have a Proteus's uh, shower pick for you this week because uh, we don't have time. Uh, so let's go ahead and get out of here, and we'll see you next week, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, for Smack My Picks Up, Holloway versus Edgar, of course, UFC 240. Marco, give us your ple- your guilty pleasure of the week or your Twitter follow, and get us out of here, brother. So uh, my like. Guilty Pleasure has been the Contender Series. They gave four contracts, oh, yeah. four contracts last night. The only reason they didn't get fired is because the guy that won the decision missed one by six freaking pounds. So I know it was seven. Well, some six and a half. Whatever. Mm. Really good show. The show is super exciting. So check it out. You got ESPN Plus of USC Five Pounds. Hey, Marco. What? The, um, does, does he get a, a second chance or is he done? Because no, um, they're going to give him a second chance. Okay, good. They're going to give him over by the end of the season, I bet you. Okay, that's cool. Follow the show. Another MMA cast. Great and review as Knuckleheads. 
You know where on the iTunes, Rocktop Radio, Google Play, you find us. You you can find us. You know, Google it. Freaking fights on ESPN proper this weekend, so you cannot complain that it's on ESPN Plus. You know, go and find it on your damn dial. We're gonna leave you guys, catch you guys next week. Enjoy the fights. And just quickly, we apologize to Laura Sanko. We ran out of time for her on the program. Pammy, just like that. We are out of here. Bye-bye. Hey, I'm not surprised, motherfuckers. <laughs>